Hey everybody, welcome to Rough Stuff, the podcast where we invite our funny friends to sit down and talk to us about their most embarrassing stories from childhood. I am your co-host, Bridget Greenberg, and growing up my favorite shirt was a bright green shirt that said Hebrew School Dropout, which I would still wear if I had it, to be honest. Very cute. Uh, I'm Sarah Griffith, and in a very, very bad case of food poisoning, I once, while on my knees in front of the toilet throwing up, did also shart myself. So, yes, out of both ends. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Blew me out of the water there. Do you want to go ahead and uh, introduce yourself? Uh, yeah. <laughs> now that I've said that, that, I think I'm gonna leave. Yeah, yeah. This is this is the level we're at. Yeah. Um, yeah. That other voice you hear is a friend, personality, science communicator, Alex Schiffman. Hi, everybody. Uh, my name is Alex Schiffman. I am a friend. Uh, I do have a personality, and I do uh, communicate science. Although that's still a newer part of my lifestyle. Um, yeah, you have yeah. so many jobs. I was like, I, I was talking and I was like, what is he? He's what is Alex everything. Too? All around. Yeah. Renaissance man, Alex <laughs> Schiffman. Uh, right. Oh, fuck. What's the word that I've decided that someone else can call you, but you can't call yourself? I was just about to say dilettante. It's certainly not I dilettante. I almost said dilettante, but right. that has a bad connotation. Yeah. What, what is it? Polymath. Po- right. You Ooh. cannot, if you call yourself a polymath, I think you're an asshole. If someone else calls you a polymath, that's fine. Mm. But I've had yeah. people be like, would you describe yourself as a polymath? You'd be like, no, because nope. I have self-esteem. But yeah. you certainly can. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you're not You're not out of it. You need to tip us off with uh, one of your embarrassing quirks. Uh, or- so my, uh, I'm sure people say this all the time when they come on, but my entire life was nonstop embarrassing. Um, I used to do stand-up comedy, and that's why I don't do stand-up comedy at all, (laughs) because when you start doing it as a kid, you realize it can't get worse than this, and um, my... My great uncle thought it would be hilarious. I was like 17, 16, 17 at this point. So I was like almost, almost kind of an adult. It was like, let's have you do it at my 80th birthday party at the Jewish Country Club. And he was like, we like blue. So, you know, do blue. No, 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 no. So like, well, I have this story about getting surgery on my penis. So oh. I'll, I'll tell that story. Wow. I've been working on it and I was so ready for it. Oh. And the only time there was a joke is when I met that there was a laugh is when I mentioned Pearl Harbor and the whole oh. seven minute story. Um, so that was one of the worst moments of my life. Yeah. Oh, no, I... Because I also, and still occasionally, do do stand-up. But if some, like, my parents' friends will ask me to do it all the time or be like, tell me a joke, clown. Like, I, and I know well enough to refuse. But yeah. at a grandfather's 80th birthday. His, my grandfather's brother is a great uncle. Oh. oh Did I say grandfather? No, my grandpa was okay. too cool for that shit. Yeah. His brother, <laughs> Al... Okay. Uh, was like, yeah, do it. Do this. Do your jokes for us. Oh, it was such a bad idea. Yeah. No, never. O- outside of literally like a club owner, under yes. no circumstance should any person ask another human being to do stand up. No. Never. Yeah. Never. never. It's never good. Don't ask any of your funny friends to do stand up unless go see their show. Go see their show yeah. where yeah. you're supposed to do it. Yeah, that's the only context in which this works. Otherwise, someone is monologuing at you and it's fucking weird. It's bad. And it's, it's like bad. rehearsed conversation. Yeah. Too. yeah. Cause like when you're doing it, you're supposed to seem like, you know, it's casual and you're just talking about, it's like, we're already doing that as friends. 
You don't need this to become right. a performance. Yeah. Just talk to me. Just talk yeah. to me. Although several times I have been talking to Sarah and I was like, okay, you're performing now. Well, that is just my natural way of being. I don't know the difference between performance and life because as an artist, isn't every moment okay, an Alex, opportunity? Uh, nice. so, yeah, I've never met Sarah before this moment, but I'm getting the very like, you're stage ready right uh, now. Five, six, seven. Uh, yeah. yeah, this podcast is uh, part us interviewing you and making you embarrassed and part me bullying Sarah on well, mic. When, so. is, when is life never you bullying Bridget? Yeah, yeah nerd. <laughs> I'm going to get on board with Bridget on yeah, this. Yeah, well, you're going to take okay. it. okay. You can kick my ass. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I can. I look, here's the thing about me. Uh, another embarrassing thing. I started doing Chinese martial arts when I was 12, Ooh. which means I was an incorrigible asshole for <laughs> most of my life. Nice. Also, I can't fight worth shit. And I right. put like 15 years nonstop training from 12 to 15? 27. Oh, for a I while. I loved martial arts. All I did was train. I am so weak. I am so bad at fighting. What? Is that a belt thing? I mean, it's not supposed to be, but it was because I did it in Ohio where everything okay, was yeah. just like, what, everything was white people doing white people things that they were like, sure. some one Chinese man once said yeah. this was okay. And so now a white dude with a ponytail is going to in teach it to me yeah. and uh, in a strip mall and tell me I'm good at fighting. And I was never good at fighting. I, yeah. I've done so many and I'm still so weak and I look... Like I'm short, but I look brolic. Yeah. Like I, I'm well built and I've got wide shoulders, but my center of gravity is in my chin. That's so weird. Mm. So like I can't fight worth a damn. Yeah, that yeah. would be problematic. I would imagine uh -huh. in yeah. a fighting situation. Have you yeah. have you gotten into a fight? Uh, I've very rarely. Just you're like pushing a friend, and I right. can like beat my friends up because they're not expecting it. Right, so it's, and, so it's yeah, a surprise. I can, I can sucker punch a friend right. too. Yeah, yeah. I'll sucker yeah. punch a friend, or like when someone is like just sort of pushing you, and you're like, oh, if you're pushing you, you just turn your hip and you throw yeah. them like that. But if someone's like, I'm gonna kick your fucking ass, right? And I'm not like I'm it's ready and I'm not yeah. weak. I'm like, yeah, I'm. You're going to. You're right. You will kick my ass. Then how did you do in like sparring in class? Uh, pretty good, but it's because okay, no one else yeah. was like right. And it's yeah. like choreographed. You're like five hit two. <laughs> two. Yeah. I mean, it's not. But like when you watch people, so there's some people who've done Chinese martial arts who are like great, and they'll you know they they move naturally. But when you watch people who've like learned from like mostly. Right white people and they've like you don't really learn anything you just learn a thousand forms and you watch them fight it's like you're pretending to be in a kung fu movie yeah and you're like hitting poses that don't have shit to do with shit and it's like why are you doing this right but they still but the thing you do get that you do earn is this amazing sense of entitlement <laughs> and that you know a That's lot important. about it's important it's important yeah it's important to go into any situation thinking you know more and you know more about a culture that has nothing to do with yours well that's important that white young men learn early that mm. you own everything and everything is yours right, right. Yes. yes so you're, it was you're a, stronger and better than everyone around you it was yeah. a great training system yeah. for that yeah, yeah. it's just Jesus. science <laughs> Uh, so I cannot beat you up, okay. but I can look like I can. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's half the battle. Uh -huh. I, I think I might've told the story on this podcast before, but if I haven't, it's worth re and if I have, it's worth retelling cause it's so funny and it's not about me. So it's helpful. <laughs> um, my, so when I was younger, when I was about nine, I did Taekwondo and for some reason my dad uh, was like, I'm going to do the adult class too. So this is like a fun thing <laughs> me and my daughter yeah. can do together, which 
It wasn't like we were isolated from each other. Like he taught me how to skateboard and like do yeah stuff like your that. Your dad I also surfs. Like your dad sounds rad. Oh, don't. He's going to listen to this. <laughs> hey, what's up, Mr. Greenberg? Uh, don't encourage it. But um, uh, yeah, so and wait for this story. So <laughs> like a couple months later after we started, I was a nine years old and was like doing a bunch of activities. So it didn't register to me, but I was in the car with my dad and realized like, Hey, I haven't been to Taekwondo in a while. Like, are we not doing that anymore? And he like, just looks very ashamed. And I find out that the reason we don't go anymore is because he was sparring in his adult Taekwondo class. (laughs) And I guess went to kick someone and just farted very, very loudly <laughs> and never wanted, never to, go wanted back. to go back. It was too ashamed to go back. And so that's why I stopped doing Taekwondo. Uh, I love that you also could no longer do Taekwondo. Like yeah. he couldn't show his face. Yeah, it was. Yeah, my mom wasn't going to bring me, I guess. So, no, yeah. no, no, no. Farting uh, in an inappropriate place oh, is so funny. high school, I think. It's, yeah. it's all young. There's, so there's a point where you can't control it and it's fine. Then you reach a point where you can't control it and it's awful and that's most of your life. And then you can control it Mm -hmm. and then you... And then you hope you can control it. And then you hope you can control (laughs) it or you become one of those people who's like, well, I fart, it doesn't matter, right? Which has now kind of become a like, maybe sort of a woke thing. uh, Here's the thing. Here's here's my thing about that. We're really gonna we're really gonna dive into the politics of farting, Um, the culture war. There's still a, and maybe this is just like me and my crazy brain uh, being like being polite is the most important thing in the world, and (laughs) you should get stabbed to death before you are impolite to a stranger. And so I still I think farting is very funny. I think everyone does it, and we're aware of it. But if you do it. In an appropriate, inappropriate time, it's still kind of gross. Like, still, like, eh, respect. You know, we're in, right. we're locked in a car together for the next three hours yeah, on the road that's trip. That's rude. Yeah, D- don't. Right. It's funny sometimes, but <laughs> I don't. I have never. Oh, this this will take us to some good rough yes. stuff material. Great. I've never found farts funny. <gasps> never. I wow. don't find. I mm. I think there was like a real like this is gross thing for a while, but no. also like I'm not. Gross. I don't mean I'm clean or anything. I just like yeah. I gross stuff. I was never that little boy who liked gross shit. Yeah, uh, right. Eating worms or any of that stuff, like puke, snot, fart. It just never did anything to me. And all of my friends fucking loved it. They were so well, because the rest of them, I'm sorry to say, are normal and know that normal farts are little funny. boys. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and they're like farts are hilarious. And so I was always like, guys, this isn't funny. And they're like. No fun. It's because I was a comedian, and right. so I know I know what yeah. funny is. Yeah, yeah. Steve right. Martin is funny. Right. Yes. your butt. Yeah, you're ta- is, you're right. taking low hanging fruit. Exactly. You gotta punch yeah. up uh, right. from farts. There's this one time where my friends were so such fucking low hanging doofuses, but I, I went to this like private school, so you were just friends with who you were friends with. There right. was no clicks. Yeah, like you don't gravitate to people who are more like you. You're just friends with who's there. So like mm-hmm. my best friend was the coolest kid in school. I was maybe like the least popular and yet he was my best friend. But we went and saw the second Lord of the Rings movie. Cool. And I think my friends had all just learned what cum was at that point. And so Sorry, even you just saying that made me laugh. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, it is funny. It's funny. But I was like, oh, I like fantasy. Great. We're all going to watch Lord of the Rings. How good. Every time... 
anyone would say the word come on screen, they would like, fuck, how old were we then? I'm 30 now. When did that movie come out? What, uh, it's about 10 years ago, like 10, 15 years ago. No way. It was no. 15 years ago. We were at old as 12. It was like 2002. Yeah. So we were 12. That was a okay. guess. Right. Yes. <laughs> but, but that's it's like 10 or 15 years ago. That's 17 years ago. No, that's 18 years ago. Okay. Check our map. I was almost there. Yeah. <laughs> you, were, you were within the right order of magnitude. Yes. Um, so every time someone would say come, which is often because it's a very useful word in the English language, yes, come, came, whichever, right. they would just like hit each other and laugh and be like, yeah. uh, come, come. And like we're surrounded by people in a fucking movie theater. Yeah. And I'm embarrassed for them because I know how we look. And I'm like, guys, can we just please watch this movie? And like, yeah. shut up. It's funny. It's funny. No, like, you're right. In that situation, yeah. you're the mature one. I was just going to say, you were just probably more mature than the rest of them. Yeah. Mm, yeah, please. Yeah, no, Keep yeah. it coming. <laughs> yeah. No, in, yeah. In, in that, you were wrong before because farts objectively are funny. In this are case, they, though? Yes. What about them is funny? A noise that sounds like a trumpet comes yeah, out of your, your butt butthole. and it's That poop. is hysterical. Sometimes <laughs> it smells. That's kind of funny. But smells are bad. Yeah. Smells are, I never want to be subjected. I get it. I get that you must. I get that we must <laughs> and I'm not upset by that. Yeah. But it doesn't make it, like, we must pee. I have to. I've got to pee, guys. Yeah. But that doesn't make pee funny it just is but sometimes you can pee in a place and it is funny that yeah. you've peed in that place you're controlling so no 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 what places are funny to pee in uh, uh you ever uh, uh you ever been... pee in a pool and then someone freaks out about it yeah. that's not funny that's rude do you think peeing in pools is rude this is a do i i think peeing in a pool is fine okay uh, cool well, All right. sometimes i think if you pee in a pool onto someone to get a rise out of them, then it's but, rude. Yes, that's fucked up. Yes. But it is funny when you pee in a pool in a in a normal situation where it is normal. And as a Floridian, I think I am the authority of <laughs> okay. what is okay in pool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Specifically I mean courtesy walk away. Courtesy walk steps away from yeah. the people But then you're I've around. been in situations where people have been freaked out about it and that is very well, funny. Should to me. we pee in pools now? We yes. do. Should yes. we? Why? Yes. Uh no joke. Don't it, ask me on the science of this, but it's genuinely fine. when we got our pool, yeah. I was like in high school and uh we initially actually had some chemical imbalances at first because my family and I were in the pool every single second of every single because I mean when you live your whole life without a pool and all of a sudden you have one you just live in it and literally one of the things that we were told initially about the care and keeping of our pool it's a saltwater pool by the oh, way yes wow. oh so you're fancy this is a, a fancy no, 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 wait pool wait a second saltwater pools are actually more uh cost effective to take care of in the long run it's better for your health better for your skin I hashtag saltwater pools um <laughs> Uh, our pool technician was like, you not only can pee in your pool, you should pee in your pool because it helps balance out. Because we were because we were having pH you balance must issues. Pee in your pool. Because we were in the pool all the time. And then once the like initial honeymoon thing wore off, we were in the pool a regular amount of time. And that fucked with our pH balance. And then one of the things they said was like, when bodies are in the pool, people are pissing in the pool. And it actually is kind of evening your shit out. Saltwater pools, they are vaginas. Now, for, well, you know, from whence we came, I would argue. Uh, from whence we came. We had a pool. This is because it was a normal pool. And I took, oh God, may, I got to find this picture to put on Instagram because it's so embarrassing. <laughs> Every 
Sunday, me and my dad would like, it was like a tradition to like go clean our pool. And I thought the chemicals were really cool because I'm a nerd. And I thought like, because you put it in the little test tube yes. and it tells yes. you and it was really cool. So I, every Sunday I would get up super early and start cleaning the pool. And I had this pool cleaning outfit that is just atrocious. <laughs> uh, it was just like these weird gray baggy shorts and then my parents who at the time were still working in the textile industry so we had like these weird ugly shirts around that were like made of terry cloth yeah and it was like a, a hooded shirt but it was sleeveless and it was oh, like a boxer yeah i get but like it wasn't the, cool the belichick yeah but was, the only reason it's cool in a boxer is because they're too muscular to make fun right of. uh yeah and i was a seven-year-old girl wearing, <laughs> wearing wrap-around sunglasses, too. God, you're so fucking Florida. I know. That's it was, so fucking it, Florida. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, gross. Uh, and that picture exists, and I'm, like, holding the pool, like, net cleaner yeah. thing and, like, so happy. Yeah. Uh, we'll find that picture and post it on Instagram. I will give you this. So I think farts are funny. I love to hear a good fart. Makes me laugh. Makes me smile. I'm, I'm laughing thinking about it. What I don't like and what I do think is gross... I don't want to hear other people burp. I think like there is something about burping because there's also like, I mean, there are smells are associated with farts, but there is something about burping specifically because a fart, sometimes you think like, all right, I'm going to fart right now, really low key. And then it makes sound. You're like, ah, I miscalculated, right? Like you can miscalculate a fart. Right. You can always stifle, you can always stifle a burp. True. You can always close your mouth. You can always maybe, you know, move away. Oh, no, I burp in my mouth. Yeah. I keep yeah. my mouth shut. No, that's I'm talking fine. about oh. the people who are like, Oh, like, that's intentional. You're that, an asshole. That's what I'm yeah. talking right. about. Yeah. No, because right. listen, bur again, burp's natural. A little, I get that. I have acid reflux. I burp in my mouth quite a bit. I'm talking about the people who just stop mid-sentence, drop, drop their jaw, and then just like <laughs> Let it burp, rip. and then the smell of whatever. That's, see, that's how I feel about farting, because again, no, you're putting your... This well, yeah, is that's when I are time and place. Time and are place. time and place and people. Ti timing is important in comedy. <laughs> and yeah, mid. <laughs> that's Wait, my lesson. This yeah. is like the Democratic yeah. debate in yeah. New Hampshire. We're just we need being to ask, so agreeable. We need to ask every candidate. But also, know who ruined burping, I think, is Robert Durst. I think that is a. <laughs> I'm not going to stand by that. That is uh, one of the many things say, he My learned. little sister is an out loud burper and she and I don't get along. And it is the classic, like, if she likes pink, I like blue. If she likes this, I like the other thing. And like, if I her don't... mouth is the public hole, my butthole is the public hole. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And I have always said that. Uh, well, now that we've talked about farting and burping for 20 minutes. We've defined what's embarrassing <laughs> and what's not embarrassing, yes. I think. Yeah. On a base level. I mean, yeah. I guess. On the most base. <laughs> the and most. I mean that in a theatrical yeah. term, base. Now that we, yeah. So uh, now that we've spent 20 minutes on, on what grosses you up, uh -huh. let's uh, let's dive in to uh, your your childhood moments. Okay. Uh, if you had like to to put a pinpoint in like what you would say is like your most cringeworthy years, <laughs> where are we talking about? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, it's going to get hot in here. I, yeesh. I mean, the... 
telling a story about getting surgery on my penis to a bunch of 80 year olds when I was 17 was really bad. Oh, you really were 17 bad. too? I was like oh. 17, 16, You started 17, doing stand up at 17? 13. 13? Yeah, my bar mitzvah, baby. Oh, man. Uh-huh. Because, oh. because when your, your parents think something would be good for you, yeah. they, 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 they never know. They never know. No, that's, I mean, they're absolutely. always wrong. They're wrong, but they're like, yeah, if you have It's like, well intended. I think they yes. see a shine yeah. of something and they're like, ooh, let's double right. down on that. Even right. though it's like, that was just kind yeah, of like a moment I was having. I, I, or, uh, yeah. I think I 100% right. would have also done stand up at my bat mitzvah if it had occurred to me. Yes. That that I was thought a thing that was a do. part of the service, the Is Saturday that, morning at Temple, you do, you know. You them. are Jewish, so you must do a tight five. Yeah, a tight I, I think every Jewish person has to do a tight five, yeah. right? In order to I be mean, mitzvah. We, uh-huh. Is that not correct? We all have one. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's the 11th commandment that people don't talk about, right. but yeah. it's there. It's there. It is is Eve with the light. When you go out with yeah. one joke after the light. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was, you know, you shouldn't do stand-up until you've lived some life. Yeah. And when you're 13, you ain't lived any life. No. So my first stand-up set, I was 13. Oh, man. Uh, so bad. Where, so where awkward. did you perform? I performed at the... Um, I performed at the the party after after oh, oh, the right. temple. Oh, right. It was your bar mitzvah. Okay, bar I didn't know mitzvah. if you like had gone to open my. Did you no, workshop but anything? Then I workshopped it with my dad. Okay. Which like he thought it was funny. That's but so nice that he, he thought it was funny because I feel like yeah. my my parents wouldn't have told me I wasn't funny, but they would have been like, "It's cute." Like they they wouldn't have found it funny, and I would have been able to tell. Mm. My dad and I wrote the set together. Oh my so god, that is like, so sweet. It's yeah. so sweet and so like because my dad. Had always wanted to be a creative, yeah, but never did. So this mm. was, he's very creative and he's smart mm-hmm. and he's funny. He's just, business was his right, thing. Yeah. So he's a businessman. Yeah. And so this was like his chance to do that. <laughs> and it was, I mean, I had a captive audience, obviously. Yeah. They were yeah, there. They're there for you. They were literally captive because they couldn't leave. They couldn't leave. We fed them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but <laughs> they had it, a meal. <laughs> yeah, they got a meal and I still cringe thinking about it. What, um, what did you get laughs? Yes, tons. Okay. I killed. Dope. Great. Amazing. That's all that matters. Right. In the moment that you did. Oh, yeah. I yeah. ruined it. Can I, can you tell a little bit? You don't, obviously don't do, you don't have to. Nor you want me you to do, do my, I, I don't think but I could what, do them. No, but do you remember like what you talked about? Yeah. I mean, it's all dumb shit. There's a lot can of props. Can you believe the lunch lady? Oh my yeah. gosh. No, no there, was props? More, there is props. Yeah. Like Amazing. magazines. Cool. And I had a, like a baseball cup. You know, like a, a cup, like that you oh, wear like, on your goods. Oh yeah, funny. <laughs> right, right, exactly. <laughs> of course, oh, so immediately like a cup specifically for drinking when you're watching baseball. baseball? I was picturing oh. like a Cincinnati Reds cup. You know, oh, because yeah. I'm yeah. from Cincinnati. Like, yeah, like yeah. a novelty right. cup. And yes. then I Bridget, you know out. more about sports than me. Uh, I know nothing about sports. <laughs> well, which you is had a, a cup. <laughs> I did have a cup. Building more onto me, I was the little boy who did stand up comedy and hated sports other than other than kung fu taught to me by white people. <laughs> So I would have you guys ever watched um fuck what's that movie High Fidelity? Yeah. Right? Of course. You know John Malkovich's character in High Fidelity? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's been me my whole life. Oh, wow. boy. Just a real pretentious <laughs> piece of shit. Yeah. yeah. That's a movie that I saw at a time where I was like, I'm artsy now. Like I've I've moved away from my jock phase and right. now I'm artsy. Yes. And uh and watched that movie and it was like brilliant. And then I came back to that movie years later and it was like sexist. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. trash. Yeah. Horribly, yeah. Yeah. trash. Yeah. Awful, yeah. awful right. movie. Uh-huh. Yes. Um, but yeah, I want to hear, so there was a lot of prop comedy. There's a lot of props. What, 
What were your topics? So like, what? Oh, just about, you know, it's your bar mitzvah. So becoming a man. Okay. Things I thought would blank, but really it's blank. You know, just mm. like easy fucking setups. Right. They yeah. literally do this bit on SNL on Weekend Update. Have you seen this where Vanessa Jacob Bear the bar plays? Boy? Yes. No, I bet it's the exact uh, it's same. Liter- it's literally yeah. a kid about to be bar mitzvahed and he's like doing bits about yeah. like, like going through the process. I'm not stuff. proud that I got there first. I'm disappointed that SNL is doing it too. Yeah. Because that means it's so easy. So yeah, Jacob the Mitzvah Boy was talking about like the 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 speech you give at like after you deliver your Torah portion, which is what the whole bar mitzvah is. What this is talking like, and those have like a lot of laugh lines. You this that was, are bad. That are they're yeah. not good. But this you did it at the right moment after dinner. Yeah, I went up on a little stage Love and it. I did a tight five. Wow! And oh, five. you kept it to five. I don't know. Might have been ten. Hour. Yeah, yeah. I was, yeah, I was not really going to do an hour. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Didn't have an hour worth of material, but yeah, it's good that you five to ten. That's I already I had to that. memorize like twenty minutes of uh, how long is your Torah portion? Probably like three minutes, but of just straight Hebrew. Oh, Seemingly so. though, a, a year. An it's hour. a year, right? Yeah. I, yeah, I think mine was. I I, I think mine was like four pages. Yeah, I, I, yeah, right. I, I don't, I can't, I, there's no way of knowing. Yeah. I blacked that whole thing out. It's <laughs> gone. It's all gone. The only thing I remember from my bar mitzvah is before I went up, my older brother leans over to me and he's like, the one piece of advice I have for you is don't get a boner. <laughs> and then he sends me out. And it's I, good advice. It's the That's best good advice, advice yeah. anyone's ever given me. I, That's good life advice, yeah. too. Just in every situation, don't, don't, just don't get, don't get a boner. Well, not in every situation. If you True. want, If you want to have penetrative sex... That's a good time. He, it's, you should try to get <laughs> Go a boner. I, yeah. Ideal time. Makes it easier. Uh, <laughs> uh, I do remember as a Gentile, my mitzvah attending years was small. So like between like late 12, early 14. The only time you should ever. Yeah. Now I have heard if you loop back around when you're in your 20s and are able to drink, that they could be fun. Yes. Again. Oh, th- but that's just because everything's fun when you drink. That is saying, true. Saying this awful thing. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm I'm dating someone right now. It's new. Whatever. Uh, she's fantastic. It's just new. So I'm not right. trying to be like, this woman I'm dating. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm talking about her on a podcast and it, whatever. Yeah. She loves Disneyland. Okay. She's like, oh, but you can like go. I hate it. I hate theme parks. Yeah. I hate so much. I'm not fun. I'm, that's why I'm the <laughs> only not, person. You're a good Jew. I'm a good Jew. Yeah. I'm just, I love my own company. Yeah. Um, but going to like a theme park, it just doesn't sound fun. She's like, well, you can go high or drunk. Like, well, being high or drunk is fun, but that doesn't make the thing you're at true fun. No. I went to this festival that being Land Rover. Being high in a crowd is uh, a wrong. nightmare. It's yeah. wrong. No. Yeah, I also, just as a side Unless you're at a festival festival. Yeah, I, I don't great. understand the youngins who go to Disney to like drink and get drunk and stuff. I'm like, that doesn't seem like. No, you're going to chug a beer wanna, and then go on a roller coaster? And it's get, hot out? I want to get drunk, <laughs> yell with my friends and say wildly inappropriate and like swear and dance and act like a, a slut, essentially. And and I don't want to do that kids. when there's kids around. Yeah, there's kids around. I was shopping at Victoria's Secrets and there were kids around and yeah. I was like literally trying to get a little something nice. And like, <laughs> I'm like, I literally told the lady who was ringing there, she's like, can I get you anything? And I was like, you know, I'm normally not one to complain about kids and spaces, but this is really killing the vibe I'm having. Like, I feel like a pedophile. They're going to yeah. see your private hole. 
Like I'm literally picking up like the Public. raunchiest thong I can possibly pick up. And there are like children around me. I'm like, actually, I don't want to have sex if this is what it's going to happen. What happens. Yeah. I don't yeah. want the byproduct of sex. I was like, yeah. I'll just close up and, and yeah. leave yeah. and order this online right. like a shamed person. It's like seeing shit outside of a restaurant. Right. Yeah. Like, oh, this is what that's yeah. going to make? Right. I don't want it now. And seeing yeah. kids at Disney... You it, you should expect that. It's that their should be place. like yeah yeah, yeah. not my place to go and slam a bunch of beers around the world or, right. or whatever the hell. Right. It's also hot. It's hot. That's it's hot and just concrete. Yeah. There's no shade. Oh, there's no break from it. No. Except if you go into the weird uh the parrot thing. The tiki room. The tiki. Yes. Is that what where the parrots just like sing? The tiki room. I remember yes. being very stoned at Disney, <laughs> and <laughs> it was awful and it was so hot and like. I will never forget riding the Matterhorn and freaking out, like, because I, that's when this edible I took had kicked in. <laughs> oh, and no. And I got on the Matterhorn. And, and you're sitting, like, on the ground. And that is a very old yeah, ride you, style. You're sitting, and then the the last thing you hear before you are rocketed into a cave in this German themed. <laughs> oh, uh, I know. <laughs> and this German themed roller coaster is just a yes. And then it, <laughs> Shoots you in a cave, and I immediately was like, "I'm gonna die." I immediately- no, you told this story before, and you're like, "As a Jewish person, that scared me." That's not a good noise to like, hear. I had just started getting real high, and then- they're yodeling in the middle of the ride too. Yeah. Like I think at one point, it's like, Hillelay. "Yeah, it's what a nightmare of a thing." And hey. then I fell asleep in the tiki room after to come. Uh, that would be the way to decompress. I think it's going to be. We fully. It was so hot. We were walking around, and we were like, "He's got to go sit down somewhere." No where more it's of this. That's the problem. Where you're like. This thing that's normally a lot, let's add drugs to it to yeah. make it fun. And it no, they, they clash. It's a no, clashing. Yeah. It's like an upper. You're mixing an upper and a downer, and that's never a good no, move. Yeah, it's 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 well, like the hidden. I I come from a actually fam- sometimes it's a really good move if yeah. you're like yeah. doing caffeine and weed, but it's not yes. always a good move. Right. Uh, I come from. I don't want to even say a Disney family. My grandmother is a cast member at Walt Disney World. She's been there since 1971. What? Yeah, she's been working. This will be her 48th. No. As what? So she works part-time now. She's retired. Um, she's also an immigrant. She's from Japan. It's This is a very complicated side okay. of my family. But um, so basically, like, she worked jobs at, like, like, she worked in, like, custodial jobs. She was the manager of, like, custodians, I think, at one of the resorts. And she still works in the resorts in that kind of role. Oh, right. Cast member just means you work there. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. I'm See, I'm it's, deep in yeah. Disney. Because we lingo. Yeah. Because yeah. we grew up going to Disney World because it's free for me to go. So, like, I actually enjoy going to Disney because it's kind of like going home. Uh-huh. And it's also, and I can't stress this enough, free. Yeah. Uh, I'm not one of those people that are buying, like, the passes and whatever, whatever. Yeah, um, so and, expensive. like, what I always forget about even though I've been over I mean dozens of times at this point is like one of the hidden things about going to the parks is that actually most of your day is spent in a line yeah Yeah. and it's fun I like to go and walk around and eat food like when I go to Disney now it's like mainly like I'll go on a couple rides but I'm mainly there for like the food and the atmosphere or whatever which I know for you too is like the worst atmosphere you can be in I like it Um, but I can't imagine getting drunk getting high, whatever, being under the influence, and then like standing in it's line. It's awful. It's awful. It's awful. Because that is yeah. most of the time. Because if you think yeah. about it, like a line is, 
you know, 30 to 45 minutes long on like a popular ride. Yep. Maybe you could pop in and see like Winnie the Pooh for like five minutes. But that is the, and the last time I went on the ride, I was like, boy, I'm so glad I'm sober right now in this heffalump and woozles nightmare <laughs> of black and white. I'm glow in the dark. Everything is glow in the dark. Everything is like kind of askew. I can hear the motors of the animatronics like, yeah, because they've not rehabbed the ride. Oh, yeah. I, I don't understand that people are like, oh, yeah, we'd like to go Ugh. and get hammered. I'm like, and then what? <laughs> and then just have a bad time and throw up. When, yeah. Yeah. When, so growing up in Florida, we would go to Halloween Horror Nights a lot. Um, the, that was a thing to do. And then one of my friends uh, got very drunk and uh, we were walking through a haunted house and she it was a very weird thing where she, someone jumped out and scared her and not as a reaction hit her, but because she was scared, hit her. So like, she hit yeah, the she, scary person. Yeah, she hit the scary person. And then she's very drunk and we all walk out and this woman who is still in character comes out because you're not supposed to, no one's supposed to touch anyone at those uh -huh. things. Yeah. Um, yeah, she comes out still in character as we're trying to like leave the ride and she's like, well, don't leave just yet. And we're like, why are you still in character? You're out here clearly because she hit you. Yeah. And yeah. we're just trying to leave. And this girl is very drunk. And I am the only one who is like able to talk to the Disney cops. Yeah. And she like immediately sits on the floor. I have another friend. We're by the Jaws ride who's just yelling at me to take up. Okay. Can I just say you were at Universal Studios? We so were talking to the Universal Studios cops. Sorry. The, yes. Sorry. sorry. Universal Which, Studios cops. They're cop. actually sheriffs. <laughs> I do think maybe they are. Maybe, yeah. Uh, I was talking to Sergeant Universal Cop <laughs> as my other friend is like uh, also drunk yelling of at me. Of the Spielberg division. Uh, of this, yeah, yelling <laughs> me to take a picture with her and the shark and I'm like trying to talk to this cop. Meanwhile, my friend then gets banned from Disney and Florida does this thing called grad night where they close down. I don't think they do it anymore. But No, they got rid of this. They got rid of it because it's off. It's, it's an insane I'll, idea. I'll explain it and you'll be like, yeah, obviously. I don't know. My dad did it growing up in Florida. So it went Mom along for a yeah. long time. Yeah. But we, so basically they shut down Islands of Adventure and a couple other places do a couple other parks and all <laughs> high school seniors in Florida just go overnight. Not overnight, but spend the night there, and we have the free range of yes, the park. Like from so, 11 p.m. to like 3 a.m., it's yeah. all 18, 17 year olds. Yeah. Just yeah. So many hand jobs uh, got done there. So it, it, many yeah. people just like coming in pants there. It was, it was riotous, but I remember we were all loading up on the bus, and my friend is there, and she's like, I don't know, they're going to let me in. I don't know what's going to happen. And we're all lined up, getting ready to board this bus to drive to Orlando. And sure enough, the principal of the school is like, uh, we need to talk to you. Like, calls Ooh. this girl out. We need to talk. And I just immediately start laughing, because I know it's going to happen. The story doesn't end as funny as it starts. She because she, Yeah, she still got to go. Okay. But like, yeah, that was a scary moment for everybody. As God, I, that's funny. Yeah. yeah, there is, I will say, I'm not... I have to pay to go to Universal, so I've only been a few times in my life. And by that, I mean, I think twice total. But there is something about Universal Studios that seems more like a friendly place to get drunk at than yes. Disney does. So I, where, where I grew up, Cincinnati actually has some really good theme parks. The yeah. Nasty Natty. The Nasty Natty. Uh, yeah. Why do you know that? I, ha I know a couple of people from Cincinnati. Who? Um, Who? Is it do that? you really want me to name drop them right now? It's a small city, yeah. Uh, Colin Considine? Where did you go to high school? Dude, I don't know this okay. much information. <laughs> right. And then I think I know another person, but I can't think of his name. But right. 
No, I've had the sky. He made me skyline chili one time. I think you people are going to hell for that. Yeah, we are. I should have worn my skyline shirt, man. Every time I yeah, take that people, is, that is gross. Oh, what is skyline chili? Oh, what is skyline Isn't chili? Isn't it like chili with like cinnamon in it's it? It's like bolognese. Oh. It's basically yeah. bolognese. So, Do you put it on pasta? Yeah, you gotta eat it on pasta. It's not chili or a hot oh, dog. Have, no, I had it with chips. Like that's, nachos. No, then like he gave dip. it to you wrong. Okay. That's not it. That's just trash. It's all <laughs> trash. So Skyline Chili is the second worst mistake you're going to make on a drunk night out. Because if you're drunk enough to eat it, then you've drunk enough to make more mistakes. You are, yeah. And I, everyone who's listening to this from Cincinnati, I also love it. And I eat it every time I go home, even though I'm a vegetarian. So get off my jock. <laughs> uh, it is... It's a Greek recipe. It's not. It is. Yes. I'm it's shocked. Greek immigrants and then watered down by like Cincinnati. Just we're trash people. Yeah. So we've made it worse. Um, so it's basically bolognese, but it's got like, I think it's more cocoa, not cinnamon or cacao. Oh. It's got like a sweet, oh, yes. a sweet undertone, oh. but it's not sweet. Oh no. And then it's beans. So you, it's just the chili on top of spaghetti and cheese. That's a three-way. Oh, we found it so funny in high school talking about this. A four-way is that with, I think, onions and a five-way is the beans. And then it, you just get in a giant mess and you eat it when you're drunk or you're high after play practice. You didn't get to hook up with that one woman whose name I won't drop. Yeah. You really wanted to. You thought it was going to happen. Didn't happen. Everyone's <laughs> like, why are you so quiet? You put hot sauce in your friend's oyster cracker and then hide it and so then they bite into it they get a whole spurt of hot sauce it is the most cincinnati thing there is is to go to a skyline chili oh boy that's when you're drunk gross it's disgusting and i I love it when i did have it i was high and it was like i took a bite of it it was like Ooh, this is not good and then i proceeded to eat like half of it you can't not yeah Yeah. so did he make it out of a packet I, I, I honestly, it was already made by the time I got there. Okay. So God only knows what I actually ate. But um, Colin did it wrong. It's supposed to be on spaghetti. With a, Did you have a bunch of cheddar cheese on top? Uh, there was, oh, there was cheddar cheese. Oh, there's God. Yeah. Yeah. I want to circle back to, I think, a story that you kind of missed out I'm on. I'm sorry. We yeah. have just literally. When changed. we started talking about the nasty <laughs> I mean, it's horrifying. And. Well, I never was, feed that to me ever. Um, just no, it's the same going in as it is going out, yeah, but no, it's tasty. It's, I, I can, yeah, I can see that actually. Uh, but <laughs> it's just I one of those things it. that like you just can't. Kind of like the chips and sauce on a table. It's like you just kind of can't stop. Sweet when it's chili there. sounds terrible, but you did touch on something, and I think we talked about this like pre- previously. Okay, um, about some of your embarrassing childhood moments. Uh, I know you mentioned having like crushing hard on people oh, and not. Yeah. Uh, so I, I crush so fucking yeah. hard. There's Let's a dive into psychological your... term yeah. for crushing. Do you know that? Ooh. Is it's Ooh. called limerence. Limerence. I found that out because I had this monster crush on a friend uh, a few months back. I'm recently out of a really long-term okay, relationship. So this is, yeah. Okay. So and this isn't even your like. This isn't who I, I'm yeah. seeing. That's still, it's, it's yeah. new. It's new. It's yeah. new. Yeah. Guys, it's new. Okay. Um, but I had this monster crush on a friend. She's a really good friend. Yeah. Um, and my therapist was like, yeah, man, you have like a bit of a problem. And it's called limerence. That's just crushing. But it's it's the sort of balance between hope and fear and hope Ooh. and Wait, doubt. So limerence is just crushing. Like everyone has limerence. Yeah, to feel is- l- limerence, you're feeling limerence. That's when, that's that That's feeling. when you have, cr- okay. That's that. Uh, okay, so ooh. that's not like 
the issue. It's not. It's just I tend to crush crazy hard because okay. I live in my head. Yeah. And you meet someone and they're amazing. And right. maybe they do something like send you music you really like. And then right. you build this whole thing. Yes. And I've okay. done that my whole life since yeah. I was like, since before I realized even that I was like into women. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I was like, wow, she's special. Right. Right. right? Yeah. And, um, God, I had this. That, yeah. That's a normal, I, I feel like feeling. Right. But I crush like hard, yeah. like addictively hard. Yeah. Where it's, I hate this word because it makes you sound like you're going to murder someone, but like obsessively. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I crush obsessively still to this day as a 30 year old man. Yeah. Uh, when I do crush, it is like devastating. Okay. It's bad. Yeah. Um, and in high school, Crushing I had a, sucks in it's general. The worst, it's the worst. But it also feel, you guys ever done Molly? Like the like drug? drug? Oh, yeah. 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 It's like your crush texts you. It's better than Molly for like three minutes. Yeah. Yes. It's so good. You yeah. Put, it's yeah, a high. It take is me a to high. EDC right now. Right. Yeah. It, yeah. Is, it is a high. A hundred percent. You so feel good. like something worked well, like, out. You ever yeah. like yeah. actually smile? Like you full on yeah. smile like oh, in a public place because somebody the, crushed the you? The texting yeah. and smiling is the most embarrassing <laughs> oh, thing you in the world. so yeah. hard. It feels yeah. so good. But if you having the crush now, like if you had a crush now, hearing right. yourself say that, you'd be like, you just don't get it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, you For don't sure. get it. Did She's that, special. Yeah. Um, my, so my worst crush yeah. ever. No, there, there had been so many bad ones. <laughs> it's hard but to the, rank them. The high school one that yeah. was so bad. There was this woman a year older than me. I guess she was a girl then. We were in high school. Yeah. I just, I'm trying to train myself to say woman. No, I, I appreciate uh, that. There was a, I, I'm doing the same thing too. Yeah, and I feel hard, like a right? maniac. Yeah. I just but. started to really describe myself as a woman lately. And like overnight I've got back problems. Like I'm like old now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, there was a, a girl, she's a year older than me. And she was like, I crush on people who are not necessarily like babes. Right. right. Yeah. I crush on people who are like, oh, that's interesting. Your face does that? Ah, I like, that's different. Right. I like it. Because it's like, you can build a narrative. You know yes. what I mean? It's right. like, I mean, it's a little more right. per personal because there's like standard hot. Like we can all agree that like, you know, Brad Pitt is hot. But, but no like one's gonna crush on right, Brad Pitt. Right, exactly. But like, right. then you have like your weird like Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci. Yeah, yeah my my Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe. That's Willem mine. Dafoe though is I think kind of hot. You know he's got a majorly big penis. How do you know that? Um, it is. <laughs> it, it it goes around. Not he, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that dick goes no, around. No, but the fact it's kind of like an entertainment secret that I the, guess has been like an open secret it's like for John years. Hamm but he was you know. in a movie. Which, by the way, I have a crush on him, regardless of his big penis. But this, this, I think there's like he literally has big dick energy. Like he, you just know, he does he's fearless? Yes, he is fearless. Yeah. That's like what's nothing hot can about touch it. me. Like, yes, yeah. it's just so like you know, confidence is being sexy, right? right? And he's got it in space. Yeah, I think my, and apparently, yeah. I can't remember the director worked with him and he had a, like a full frontal scene. And when he disrobed, uh, the director made the comment of like, we need a prosthetic penis because his penis is so distractingly big. The <laughs> audience is not going to be able uh, to like focus on the rest of the wow. film if they see how big his penis is. I, I'm, I'm of two minds at this moment. One is I 
think we got to stop glorifying huge dicks. That too. Because they're not great for everybody. No. no. And they also like don't they make They alienate you, everyone who doesn't have doesn't, one, which right. that's not fair. And then also like you are not bad at sex if your dick isn't comically big. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah, sure. There's, there's a ratio that's good, right. but like we should stop glorifying right monster cocks because right. we don't do that to we know that it's not okay to do that to women anymore yeah. oh yeah let's stop glorifying big dicks Amen. but also i fucking love that willem oh, defoe has a big I know. fat He's, cock he is somebody that, that makes me so because happy. i have the same thing about objectifying male actors because yeah. like for as much as i hate it when a man is like gonna, ooh, scarlet your hands and blah, 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 blah. i also sometimes i'm like oh yeah no brad pitt could bend me up but it's like yeah. i shouldn't or but specifically a, willem defoe is like right in the middle of the venn diagram like just, yeah. he feels like Good. he is not open range but like he deserves he's, he's, it's yeah. so and he's strange also on it. it's so strange that yes I feel like there is a there's a way we're gonna all learn how to objectify people yes. that is gonna be great for everyone right I, I don't know how to We're do it yet. It's but the Defoe standard yes the Defoe standard would, yeah would you say that about Willem Defoe? you would yes uh, yeah. so I, I crush on people with like Sorry, interesting features <laughs> and she was like funny and interesting and interesting looking and like clearly very self-conscious which i was like oh me as well yeah and i fell for her disgustingly hard <sighs> so hard like afraid to talk to her but like wouldn't let anyone else talk about her in my oh, friend group yeah. and then and then me making patronizing all noises probably no no great. no patron patronize me <laughs> i deserve it <laughs> And then I like finally worked up the courage to like tell her I liked her and she told me she wasn't into me. Great. She, yeah. The right yeah. thing. You know, what should have happened then is like, ah, oh, fuck, I'm going to be sad for a few days. What did happen is like I had a full on meltdown. In, in my, no, in my yeah. friend's, whose house was, in my friend Tommy Fagan's house. <laughs> just like sad, like my friends had oh. to like leave me alone to just like like huddle and feel oh, depressed in a that, little pool room. Was that your first rejection? Or the first yeah, one that hit you? Yeah, because I'd okay. never asked anyone out before. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, I was a late bloomer. No, but bloomer. you had built like an entire world and narrative in your yes. mind. And then in a single second, like all of that was fake. I, or not fake, but just like not true. Shattered. And yeah. It wasn't yeah. even that I, th I didn't believe she liked me. It was like, oh, well, if she doesn't like me, I am bad. Like yeah. I'm just yeah. garbage. I'm so bad. And it's like, I put that all on her. Yeah. And I gave yeah. her, and I do this consistently still. Right. Only now at 30 am I like, oh, I don't think I do that anymore. I think I'm, I'm finally yeah. healthy enough to not like put, because that's kind of what it is. You like yeah. build this scaffolding of yes. your worth around right. just a perfectly nice person's right. uh, estimation of you mm -hmm. and like doing that in high school where already you have no self-worth yeah. yeah and then you uh, attribute it to just a nice normal lady yeah like, okay yeah. yeah you Innocent decide of all crimes uh, all just, crimes you know yes. yeah except for probably shoplifting at the spirit store i bet she did that sure. yeah we all did yeah but those are like cool crimes <laughs> right. you know yeah. those are crimes that are uh, you know Right. Uh, that's why you have the crush. Yeah. You know, she yeah. shoplifts. Oh, like, what a cool, cool what chick. a rebel. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah, I feel like that's such a common teenage thing because, like, thinking about, I don't know, I, I was very weird and I feel like I was, I was a tomboy, obviously, growing up and probably still a little bit to this, the extent that that is a thing. Um, 
And so like my identity, I feel like growing up was very like, oh, you're one of the guys like that's what's cool about Bridget. And then like as I grew up and like started having crushes on boys and stuff and not knowing what like how to how to change that mode and like just being like, oh, well, and like doing like the stupidest little thing, like flipping my hair and stuff and thinking like this works this is how they're gonna see you as like like, no like yeah like a hot girl uh the hot girl you want to be and then it not working and me being like oh well i guess i'm just gonna be like this little sister forever forever yeah Yeah. Yeah. i I resigned myself very early on as like always being a friend and literally i just thought like well i'm just gonna be like one of those people that like Eh, it's just kind of like alone forever, but not like in a sad way, but like in a way that's like, oh, she's everyone's friend and like that's it. And like embarrassingly recently, and I don't want to say how recently because I can't face those monsters yet. <laughs> I realized like, um, actually, no, a lot of people look at me and think of me as like an attractive, fuckable person. That what a fucking mind fuck. That yeah. it, I, so I are how old are you? 27. That it takes about that long. Yeah, truly. I was in a relationship at 27 that I'd been in for a long time, so it didn't happen until I got out of that relationship. Yeah. But I think by then, then, had I been single, I finally could have been like, oh, yeah, me too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Yeah. also people want to ride this. (laughs) Yeah. Like, why does it take that long to be like, oh, right, everyone just wants to fuck, and I'm part of everyone, and yeah. I deserve, I'm, I'm part of that. I literally had to be told that like when men are talking to you at bars and approach you and stuff, like they're not doing that because they overheard you being funny. And I was like, <laughs> what? I know, then that was why? a self-esteem blow for you too. Then, that hurt. I was like, then why would anybody want to come up and talk to me? And it's like, because they think you're hot. I was like, I'm not. Oh. Oh. Yeah. I guess yeah. I am a woman so yeah just by simple math male math yeah I'm hot. no that's not fuck that fuck that true, as a true. man i fucking hate that when people are like well you just fuck anything like no i would not do that no, and most yeah. men would not just fuck anything well true 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 but we, in terms of like if someone's making the uh, the effort to talk to me at a bar, they they want then to fuck you. Then they've already locked in on yes. Right. yes. Then, yeah, that's what right. I'm talking about. Not yes. like I don't expect every man on the street to follow my scent like a cartoon. Well, I'm not even saying that. I'm saying like a lot of times I'll hear women say this thing where they're like they're shitting on men, but they're also shitting on themselves. Where they're like, yeah, but men don't just like fuck anything. It's like no, we're not. If a man wants to fuck you, he is attracted to you. Yes, right. he's attracted to yes. you. Like. It, you cannot like him. That's fine. But, but like, you also yeah. just said it. That comment in and of itself is demeaning of women because I think so many women demean themselves because that's how they think. Right. Right. Just like I was demeaning right. myself. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, well, any man. No, that man finds you very yeah. attractive. Yeah. 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 I I picked up someone in a bar like three months ago. Never happened to me before in my life because I didn't. I was out yeah. with a friend and I met these people and I, I was just feeling friendly and we started talking and then I there's a really beautiful woman and we like, hit it off and he got my friend got really pissed because he was like we were out to just hang out and have a beer and then you just like picked up this woman and disappeared and i was like yes that's, i didn't think i could do that yeah it's i had like to do it first, yes i had no, yeah. i didn't have to it's like when you're wrestling with your dad and you punch him really hard and he's like ow and you're like oh i didn't think i was strong or yeah. like yeah oh, i didn't okay. think i could yeah. hurt you yeah. like right. yeah uh that's and that's also I feel like in this in this day and age not a common thing that happens. Yeah. So it's not a skill that a lot of people learn to like turn. I feel like to turn that corner of like no, we're just talking to like oh 
for both people to mutually understand yeah, truly. that it's a flirt. Right. But um, it's like, there's no, I've found this with everything as I get older and I wish I'd known this in high school. Yeah. This isn't dating, nothing. There are no skills. You just do a thing. Yes, and then, it is. It's yeah. just an impulse. It's right. an impulse yeah. to, you know. And yeah. E yeah. And either, yeah. And that's you true. fail and it's fine. Right. That, that I was so afraid of failure for so much of high school. Yeah. All of my eek, squeaky moments are that I was like, I wanted a thing to go a certain way. And right. so I cared too much. And so I tried too hard. And then I fucked up. Where now, like, oh, well, you fail. And that's fucking great. You yeah. failed. Cool. Yeah. Failure's the best. Yeah. That's, I mean, that is, I feel like a cr the crux of a lot of the stories we tell on here and like kind of the point in that, yeah, I mean, even those failures at the point, they, they seem really bad and then now they're funny and they look back on right. or you still cringe, but you're, people are almost always cringing because of their own react. Like yeah. it's not yeah. necessarily the story. It's the story and then how they responded to it, which right. is always the thing that is cringy, but the thing you just have to learn, like, yeah, shit goes wrong and when you panic, you're going to do a weird thing about it. Right? <laughs> it's the panic. It's the panic. Yeah, it's what a, do you do yeah. when you panic? The, panic is the funniest thing in the world to me. Yeah, And like in some, in obviously like some unwarranted situations, people panicking is so funny because it's just like, you've turned off the brain function right. yeah. and it's just yeah. like whatever reflexes you have are at, Large, Panicking yeah. turns you into dream logic. Yeah, where you're like, yes, well, truly, where it's like the uh, curtains are on fire, so I, I, I guess I better eat them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I <laughs> once accidentally set my uh, freshman year dorm on fire, and my <laughs> uh, by accident, it wasn't my fault. Someone had left a greasy pan in the communal oven that oh, I Christ. did not pay attention to, and that caught on fire. Oh God. But who, who, <clears throat> He I, leaves a greasy pan and I oven. refuse, like most things in my life, to take responsibility <laughs> for that problem there. Yeah. And my reaction was to throw my phone in my dorm room, close it, and then run out of the building. <laughs> Why? <laughs> no idea. And then what happened was everyone was outside the building, uh, outside the building as this fire drill happened, and they're like, so whose phone is this? Oh, God. And, they felt, and I just had to, in front of the whole dorm, go up, grab my phone, and clearly was the person who started the fire. Why did you leave you the evidence? I don't know. And I I don't know why they did that to me either. I don't know why they like pulled the phone. Yeah, well, they from... probably were also in a panic too because yeah. a building just <laughs> caught on nearly fire. caught on fire. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It was not my hoped reaction to it. And now I'm super prepared for any fire. Any that fire I, start. Any I think yeah. the most self-deprecating thing that I do on like a pretty regular basis is when I am in panic or when something bad is happening to me or like I'm in a bad situation. They're like either I accidentally got myself into or I did get to myself into, which is worse. I think to myself like, you know, okay, this sucks right now, but I do know later this will be a funny story. Or like, I know yeah. at the very least this yeah. will be funny to retell later, but, but like that, yeah. in the moment I am nearly in tears because something terrible is that going is on. That is a thing that comes with maturity though because like that's what's fun about talking about it now when you're a kid is like, no, you didn't have the, it was, the right. stakes were so, so high. So high. And I, yeah, the, I did. And now, like, there, I don't think, like, there's not much stupid stuff I can do where I cringe, well, I'll, that's not true. I cringe over things I do all the time, but I'm like, no one cares that yeah. much. Yeah. Uh, the one and thankfully only time I've ever had to take plan B is a very funny <clears throat> story in satiety, but it, at short, so I took the pill, um, for what, I, I even called my doctor who I'm like good friends with back home. And I was like, 
So like in a hypothetical situation, let's just say there was a condom that broke and now semen has been inside of me. So I should take plan B, right? He was like, yes, take plan B. I was like, okay, cool. And Very then, like, responsible of you to call yeah. someone. because Well, because again, I, again it. it was the panic of like, well, I honestly don't want to get pregnant. So I honestly better do the thing that yeah. I honestly know I should do, which is call my doctor. And then I like, so. Oh, you just take the pill. Yeah. Well, no, but I was, again, I was in panic and this yeah. is what I thought to do. So I took plan B and then I threw up the plan B, which oh, no. I did oh. read that that, would, that happens, that sometimes yeah, you throw Yeah, that would up. freak me out. Yeah. So I threw up the plan B and I was like, cool. So I call my doctor again. And I was like, so let's hypothetically just say, like, let's just pretend you and me and like not naming any names. But if somebody threw up plan B, he was like, take another plan B. I was like, oh, that seems so obvious. Take another yeah. plan B. So I go to a different pharmacy because I was like, I'm not going to buy plan B twice from the same person. <laughs> you never guess what happened. He came back. <laughs> and literally he did come back. Um, hey. So I uh, went to get another plan B. And so I went to check out of the pharmacy and the person checked me. I was like, oh, you know what? This one actually is a little bit open. Like it's kind of been tampered with, which if this were like any other item, I it was such that I'd be like, oh, whatever, like. It happened. Yeah. And so I said, just like in very clear, like I am sweating. I'm very, very concerned that I actually am going to have to get an abortion because I mean, that's what I would have done. Um, and so like very clearly I was like, well, you know, something breaking is what got me here in the first place. Yeesh. Oh. So why don't we go ahead and get me a plan B from behind the counter that hasn't been broken. Wow. And the pharmacist laughed so fucking hard she and the doctor like or the other pharmacist that was working was laughing and i was like you know what in the very least of like on record the worst day of my life so far at least people are laughing and this is funny to other people while i am trembling purchasing my second 50 plus dollar bill the only time i've ever had to buy it was in new york and it was like 99 dollars. yeah they're it's not it's not cheap they don't make that also, Easy. by the way, as a PSA, I found out that women over a certain weight are, it doesn't work on them. Really? Yeah, which is insane. Why? I oh have no God. idea. Fat phobia, honestly, like I have no idea why. Oh, man. They wouldn't be more. Do you need a higher dosage or? I have no clue. And I don't know if it comes in higher dose. But if you are my height and weight, you can take two and you won't get pregnant. So ever be <laughs> Sarah's height and weight, that's the ideal that we should <laughs> yes. all strive for. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I think is what we learned. Um, but. Alex, thank you so much for joining us. You're this, welcome. This was a ton of fun. I hope you feel a little better. Uh, yeah, I feel I feel if, good. Yeah, feel yeah. lighter about your crushes. Um, yeah, because uh, people t- are gonna write in and be like, same. Yeah, same. Yeah, yeah, I feel like a lot of people. Yeah. it's pretty. Yeah. Oh, I, I felt yeah, hard. yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, tell tell people what you're up to. Where we uh, can find you? Where can you find me? So you can find me on the internet right now at two places. Uh, I have two names. So find me at AF Schiffman, A period, F period. And Schiffman is the easiest way you can spell it. And so everyone spells it wrong. S-H-I-F-M-A-N. Uh, the I'm one mostly F just yeah. the one F, no and T's, no, no C-H, none of that mm-hmm. shit. Uh, just F. I'm mostly on Instagram. Um that is a good spot to find me. Bridget and I right now are working on a project that yeah. will probably drop towards the middle of the year. Yeah. Uh, when you when that does happen, you'll be able to find that on my Instagram, and I'll link to that there. I also, at the moment, am the producer and one of the hosts of a live, so it's not a podcast. It's a live science and comedy show called Science the Show. We uh, bring on a different 
scientist and a different comedian every month. We talk about amazing things. We have one of we've had one of Marvel's science advisors. We've had Emmy award winning journalists. We've had people who work for NASA. People who. Uh, work for National Geographic on the show. Some of our shows are up on YouTube and you can find us at Science the Show on Facebook and Instagram. We are starting to tour now. We've got a show in San Francisco uh, on Valentine's Day, which is probably after this show is going to drop. Probably. So you probably missed it. (laughs) And then we perform around LA a lot and we'll be in your city soon. And you can also see some of our content online. So follow us there. That's cool. That's awesome. Yeah, definitely check all that stuff out. Um, and then the the thing that Alex talked about that I'm helping him with will also be on my social media accounts, which uh, well, well, on, well, yeah, on Twitter at Bridget Tweets, on Instagram at Bridget Dash Greenberg, and uh, this podcast you can find on all the socials at Rough Stuff Pod. And if you have your own stories you want to uh, share with us, you can please tweet them at us. Uh, feel free to write them in on email at roughstuffpod at gmail.com. Uh, and yeah, don't forget to, uh, rate us on iTunes if you can, or keep following this Patreon and supporting us. Yes, I agree. You got, you, no, you wrapped it up. I think I quite nicely. Yeah. yeah. I think that's all. All right. Yeah. You heard the lady. We're done here. <laughs> <laughs> this has been a small beans endeavor. We're a bunch of pals who make podcasts, sketches, music, web series, and movies. The Beans always have new ideas percolating, so make sure to check us out at patreon.com slash smallbeans. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com forward slash smallbeans, where you can browse all of our current and past content, see what we've got planned in the future, and learn how your support can help the small beans grow into huge giant monster beans. If you enjoyed this content module, please like, rate, subscribe, or tell a friend about us. We love you!